We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy, Daniel Kuzer. Dan, what is going on? Good, buddy. What's going on to you, man? It's uh, another week, another preseason game televised. Well, you, I'm excited. I know you're excited. See some sporting KC soccer. It's weird, man. It's really weird. And, uh, you know, lots to talk about, whether it's a, a defender coming out of quarantine and how to actually pronounce his name. <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah. Did you write that down? Uh, I'm just going to call him EC because that's yep. what he said he's going to be called. So There you go. And he <laughs> sounded serious. He's yeah. like, yeah, I prefer to be called this, so write that down. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, uh, man. Uh, things are good, dude. Things are good. Everyone's getting vaccinated and stuff. That's pretty crazy. It's it's great. USC plays in the Elite Eight tonight when we're that's recording crazy this. crazy, too. So either I'm going to be insanely happy and stupidly arrogant on twitter when you all are hearing this on wednesday because we somehow beat the number one seed and i'm just going to be fighting people left and right or uh i'll revert to my man i'm just happy to be here like it was such a great experience thanks for the invite it was so much fun god it's it's one (laughs) or the other you just can't find a happy medium well i mean look if we beat gonzaga they're the number one seed it'll be their first loss of the year you bet your ass and i'll be like bring it michigan come on we're we're gonna win the national championship absolutely if we if we lose, like I told you before we recorded, I'm right now. I'm just in the look. I'm just happy Tro- to be here. Trojans got the best defense, man. You'll be great. There there's some long boys on that team. That's, that's a con- oh, that's a condom joke. <laughs> I'm just and saying. You said long boys. <laughs> I've never seen a basketball team with like the length and the quickness that USC has on defense. They rotate around and they close down on the the three point shooters, and it's that interior defense. Them them babies are quick. Yeah, it's a big well, deal. and I know when we played KU, you know, there's some of those KU guards would look yeah. to drive into the lane, go up for layups, and they'd get about to the free throw line, and all of a sudden they'd pull up real quick because they saw Evan Mobley standing there ready to swat their shit away. So, all right, guess we're guess we're talking about KU again. <laughs> well, uh, I was doing over here. I was doing the same thing against Oregon that I did against KU because I know I was texting you a little bit during the game, and you're like, whatever, I don't care. But yeah, uh, don't don't try to fire me up. <laughs> I'm not playing you with you. When, when we were up by 20 against Oregon, uh, we, you know, we ended up winning by 14, but we were up by 20 at one point and I'm still nervous. I'm like, we're going to blow it somehow. Sure. And blow it. And, and, and they closed the lead down to nine points at one point. And I was like, this is it. We're blowing it. 
uh, done deal. We, we built it back up to 14 and we out outlasted, outwitted, outlasted, outplayed. There you go. That's survivor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, it's, it's a fun cow. time and we got lots of soccer stuff to talk about. So yeah, man, things are happening. I mean, I, we're not going to the Olympics. I'll tell you that that's not yeah. happening. Well, but you know, uh, third time in three tries over the last, we're kind of used to that, you know, I just, you know, I had this to talk about a little bit later, but maybe we just talk about it now and then don't have sure. to talk about it again, but like, get it out of the way. I was not digging Jason Christ's excuses after when he's like, you know, good teams, you just learn how to deal with loss and you figure out what went wrong and you move on. And I'm like, not if this is the third time in a row that you haven't qualified for a tournament, you should absolutely be qualifying for. What do you mean move on? It's not like you get another chance in a couple months or whatever when a new season starts. You'll move on when it rolls around again in almost half a decade. Right. <laughs> and this is nothing against Honduras. Honduras, like they, they have sure. good players, but like the United States should beat Honduras. Is it? Are we saying that uh, we didn't we, we didn't bring in we didn't maximize our roster talent? I've heard that a lot. Peter Vermees was even saying something about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be an, an expert on the youth international team, but like, I know right. like, you know. Peter was mad that Busio wasn't even contacted. Did you I hear mean, that? I, I would be too. He's, he's like, Busio didn't even get a call. We heard nothing. And yeah. that just amazes me. I mean, he's, he's caping up for his guy and I don't blame him, but like, you can't tell me that you looked at the product that was on the field when we lost to Honduras and you were like, we couldn't do better. Yeah. Well, and why do you want to watch this uh, American men's American team why do you want why do you care you know give right. us something to care about at this point dude i mean i'm not even diminishing the females but i would gladly watch those beasts oh you know I, I, mean? I i go they out of my it. way to watch u.s women's national team games yeah. they're if fun they make they're it easy. good it's yeah. never easy no it's like they don't Fox get the Force respect two. that they deserve what yeah. do you gotta do win more world cups right <laughs> it's no it's terrible um it's the same shit that was happening with the ncaa and all the stuff that they were doing for the women's tournament there where they're like here's your weight room it's a set of dumbbells that goes up to 20 pounds here's oh. a set of a set of pilates dumbbells right oh suddenly <laughs> we found all this room we didn't know we had psych and now you have a world-class weight room because somebody called us on our crap like terrible no but uh, i don't terrible. know it's just i can't i have no desire to watch the men's national team at any level because i'm like for what give me what? a reason yeah. What, 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 what is this building to like, yeah. okay, we have world cup qualification later. I'll probably check in. I'll probably watch some games, but like, I'm not excited because, you know, even though this is, I feel like we hear this in the, in the year or two leading up to every world cup qualification where it's like, this is the year, man, us has got the talent. This is the year they might be able to make some noise. And then that's what we were hearing last cycle. And we didn't even make the world cup. Yeah, man, it's rough. And now world cup qualifying is going to start up. For the the senior team you know not yeah. the youth nationals right and it's just it's just weird it's just yeah. weird I, I don't know what else to say about it like i just you know polistic was supposed to be the guy and he's kind of out of favor at, at chelsea even though he had his whatever it was 70 million dollar move and he, it's just like there are some dudes here and there you know there's musa and, and Gio Reyna and whatnot you know um Daryl DK, like there, there are guys who you're supposed to get excited about, but like, I just, I can't see what this is building toward in terms of like actual international success. Like, I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like, you know, I'm like a, 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 a scorned ex lover who's been burned too many times. And I just like, I can't, I can't get on board with this again. 
Oh, Saka, you broke my heart. Right. So I just, <laughs> I'll burn your house. <laughs> I just, you know, I can't, I can't do it. And I just, until you give me a reason to trust you again, U.S. soccer, like I'm not going to go out of my way to, to invest any emotional time into this. So we'll see. Anyway, I feel you. That's my rant about U.S. soccer. So <laughs> but let's talk sporting KC. We had a we had a preseason game yeah. that we want to talk about that happened. We got another preseason game that's going to be streamed on Saturday, as Dan mentioned, and then we have a schedule that's been released that I want to talk about a little bit. But uh, wow, let's... all that happened in the last week. Yeah, it's been a busy week. That's crazy. We now know officially how teams are going to be selected for the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, which we can talk about. Which we we we've, we've been talking about, and we were right. We speculated. On, uh, on what we were saying so we'll, we'll talk about that too but let's let's talk about this preseason game against the portland timbers now if you look at the score line three three that's a draw okay not the best defensive look performance you know Don't you're thinking yeah whatever but if you watch the four minute highlight package that sporting kc put out i actually came away like for as far as starters go and significant contributors for sporting kc that was a pretty good performance. I mean, Rogers over here doing little curlers into the back of the net. <laughs> when have you seen that from him, man? That was nuts. I mean, he it's not like he did it on accident. It's not like it was a Benny Failhaber accidental shot or anything like that, no. you know. He knew but, he was uh, doing. You, you're right, though, man. The first, you know, you see all the goals that were popping in. Kyrie Shelton has a, a hell of a, a shot. Oh, my but then, God we just gave it up in the end and that's not indicative of the team we're going to put on the field. It's just, come on, man. Everyone's still trying to learn to play together. Right. Right. That Kyrie goal, not only was the first touch or his touch for the goal gorgeous, but the buildup, you know, Ilya had a nice little switch. Luis Martinez's cross was just perfect. Uh, and you could see Steve Clark coming out to try to punch it. And Kyrie just flies out of nowhere, little inside of the foot tap into the top left corner of the goal. That was gorgeous, man. It's amazing. I don't know. I can't decide if I like that goal more or the Roger goal because they were both so technical in different ways. Yeah, and we, we forget that like having having Kyrie at the number nine in, in case of Polito's absence is not the end of the world, you know? Or having Wilson Harris at the number nine in case of sure. Polito's absence because guess who got another goal in this game? And granted, it might have been what you would consider a poacher's goal. It was off of a set piece and he happened to be right place, right time. But that's Whatever. what you got to do sometimes and that, he, that little tidbit doesn't go on the score sheet no one no, needs to know that <laughs> no and he put it away and he was composed enough that when it fell to his feet in the box he had to navigate a little bit of traffic but he got the ball kept it under his feet put it away and it was a nice little outside of the left foot shot to get it past steve clark put it on the side netting it it was good you keep saying Steve Clark's name, and I uh, always forget what team he's playing for these days. <laughs> I know it's been Portland for a couple of years, but I'm like, wow, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> yeah. And if you look at the goals that we gave up, you know, and it, one of them was off a penalty kick that was just an egregious error from a backup center back who I don't even think is going to be on the senior roster. And then there was just a couple other just silly errors. The only one where I'm like, that wasn't even a mental error. It was really arguably at least it was the one off the set piece and Graham Smith was involved there maybe could have done better but the first two and Peter said as much those are just those are stupid mental mistakes that thankfully it's not punchech making it's not easy making these are young guys who are still learning 
So, hundred percent. Uh, I don't know. I but, do wonder since this game is televised or, or streamed, you know, this Saturday, or will we put out a more consistent starting lineup to reflect what might go on the field this season? I mean, sporting, they know people are watching. They want to put on a, a clinic, but does Peter really care about that? I mean, doesn't he still want to do his, he's very methodical in everything he does. He has a system. He's very OCD about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, is is this i don't remember is this the last of the preseason games it's the last one man I think and they're so. coming home yeah so i mean for a while until the first game right i think so i'm trying to remember man i i mean i know there's more in the preseason left obviously but i think this might be the last game in at least yeah. in arizona i don't think they have any other games scheduled so they'll have two weeks off till the first game or two weeks here this you know on one hand you're saying okay this is your last chance to see some of these guys in a competitive environment before the season starts so like wilson harris if you want to see what you get out of him or felipe hernandez if you want to see him in the holding position a little bit more because he's been playing sort of that number six role uh you know maybe this is the time your last chance to to see that but i wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised if if the first you know first half of the game we see what's pretty close to the first choice 11 so that'd be cool either way you could roll out skc2 and i'm probably gonna watch it anyways yeah (laughs) well i'm excited that we're probably gonna get cec play some maybe he doesn't start but at least in the second half we keep saying ec i don't know if we've said uh nicholas isimat mirin on skc social kind of talked about he likes to be called ec and it's a lot easier to pronounce than his full name so we're just gonna call him ec yes um so his so he, he just throws away nicholas He's just like, nah, I'm not interested. I mean, that sounds, it's like me going by coups, I guess. It's whatever. Yeah. It well, what there's, it I, yeah, you, there are other Nicholases. That I haven't heard another easy. Yeah. So, but I'm just, yeah, man, this is going to be the first sporting KC soccer that we've watched since playoff time. And it's, it's exciting that, you know, we're going to be able to see a little bit of, of how the team has evolved since then. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just really interesting to see. Uh, it's against the LA Galaxy, Saturday, 2 p.m. Central. It's going to be streamed live on sportingkc.com slash live and the SKC app. And the broadcast will be geofent. Oh, interesting. So not anybody can go watch it. So if yeah, that you sucks be for SKC KC fans game. elsewhere. Um, How do we, uh, I mean, is that like a legal thing or is someone trying to set up a Twitch stream or what? (laughs) That's a thing you can do, right? Yeah. Or is that like, hey, you're going to prison kind of deal? I mean, if they find you, they could shut it down. This podcast has now been shut down, right. But yeah, it says the broadcast will be geofenced to viewers within the Valley Sports Kansas City viewing area. And of course, that's what Fox Sports Kansas City is going to be called as of today, Wednesday. Uh, That's too bad. It's too bad they couldn't like, double that stream to like put it on Twitter or something, you know? Yeah. That's a real bummer. I don't know if that's a contractual thing they got going on or what, but like, this isn't a game that Bally sports is going to show otherwise. So why not open it up to all SKC fans, regardless of where you are? Yeah, true. Will you be able to see it? Well, you don't know. You've I'm in the Bally sport. No, you, you just have to be within the Bally sports viewing area. So I think right. if you're, if you're within the greater KC Metro, but you've had some issues even with like ESPN plus you're like, I don't know. Apparently I'm not, you know, I'm blacked out for some reason. It's That's true. ESPN weird. Plus has been weird at times. But I, I, I mean, look, 
if I, if, if I have issues Saturday, if I log on at, at 2 PM, um, and, well, and I'm sure I you'll let Twitter it. know about it. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, that'll be, uh, the day after my second Pfizer vaccine. So oh. I might be feeling like I'm, I'm just going to sit on the couch all day and, and, and not feeling great. Um, Dude, I've, I've we compare this. shots. Like you got the Pfizer. I got that Johnson <laughs> Johnson, baby, J and J. And we just tap our arms together. <laughs> it does. It does kind of feel that way. A little camaraderie. Um, but I've heard the second dose of like Pfizer and Moderna. That's the one that, that might yeah. knock down your ass for a day. So I'm pretty sure schedule. mine was just like baby shampoo. Cause it, it burnt <laughs> similar to like getting shampoo in your eyes. It burnt. Yeah. The first one, the first one didn't do anything to me, but they told me the second one is the one that might get you. But you know, mm. my dad got Moderna and he's in his seventies and he was yeah. like, yeah, didn't do anything. So I'm feeling strong, man. Ready to get out there, you know? Yeah. But Saturday, 2 PM at the Kino North complex in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, it's it's going to have a reduced capacity crowd, so there's going to be some some people in attendance. Uh, th- this is going to be interesting, so we'll see. And then, yeah, it says upon returning to Kansas City, Sporting will train for another two weeks at the Compass Minerals National Performance Center before kicking off the regular season 7 p.m. Central on April 17th at the New York Red Bulls. And so. this pandemic's got to be pretty legit for players traveling. I mean, they get to charter these flights. They get to fly in the day of. I mean, what a, it's kind of a silver lining there, you know, for their travel situation, wake up in their own beds. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, they're all chartered, like you said, you know, where previously you could get on any random Southwest flight and you might be with an entire MLS soccer team. Yeah. That'd be so, strange <laughs> now uh, during the pandemic. And, and that's one of those things that, you know, the players association has been fighting for more chartered flights for years I wouldn't put it past the owners to take it away, but it's one of those things that's sort of like once you got a taste of like chartered flights to every game, can you really ask the players to be like, okay, never mind. Uh, you're going to go back to Southwest and make sure you, you check in 24 hours ahead of time because you don't want to get C-47. So That's tough. That's tough because, <laughs> and I can compare that to if my wife mentions pizza for the weekend and then later on takes pizza off the table, I'm like, yo, you already, you already said we we're having pizza. You got to be hyped for pizza. You can't do that to me. I'm now already (laughs) salivating. Don't take my pizza away. So flights, pizzas, it's kind of the same. Same thing. Yep. It's, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's, you can't, can't do that. Don't tease me. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) But we, uh, you know, that first, first regular season game, April 17th, it's going to be away at the New York Red Bulls home opener Friday, April 23rd, 6.30 PM central versus Orlando city SC. Dom Dwyer still hadn't been signed by anybody. You and I yeah. were texting about this. I sent you a random text the other day because I was just, I think I saw a tweet of his and I was like, well, that's strange. He's still available, you know. Yeah. Maybe I, he's hurt still or. I mean, he's he's rehabbing still. I, I, that's not to say he's not available to play. It's just, you know, who knows what's going on. Maybe he's gotten some offers from some places that he doesn't want to go. Uh, his wife and, and kids are obviously still in Orlando. Uh, he just probably is looking for the right situation. I have a look. Dom Dwyer is not a starter at striker for 90% of teams in MLS anymore, but I have a hard time believing he can't be some sort of a useful player off the bench. Mm-hmm. It's just maybe that's the difference is teams are looking at him as a useful player off the bench. If he still looks at himself as a starter, he's not going to get starting striker money. Yeah, so. that's rough. I mean, similar to them telling Matt Beasler, he probably won't start here. And Beasler's like, well, I'll go start here. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's you weird, know? man. I saw his Instagram story the other day and he was in a game fully in the Austin FC kit. And I was just like, I like ah. their colors, by the way. I like them. I do too. I like their crests, but, but they're, they're coming here on mother's day. He gets to be here with his mom Sunday, May 9th. on mother's day. I think that's mm-hmm. so cool. But what I don't like about Austin is that their owner is Anthony Precourt. Oh, I thought it was Matthew McConaughey. Well, it's McConaughey with <laughs> Precourt. Yeah, I, but, that's all I know. We don't, we don't have to talk about Precourt. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, that little, you know. But I just, um, I don't know. So I guess that that's a good transition into what my next question was going to be because they, they released the schedule. Hmm. And people always make a big deal out of the schedule. I got release. my four-pack. You did? Okay. I did, yeah. People always make a big deal of the MLS schedule release, which which I get because you get to learn when you play who. But, you know, it's it's not like it's, you know, it's a little different, I feel like, than some other leagues. Because, like, college basketball or college football, like, the schedule, like, you play literal different teams every year. So I can get a little more excited because, you know, I'm a USC fan. So I'm like, oh, who's, who's USC playing this year? Oh, this is the year we have Alabama. And next year we have Ohio State. And, you know, for something like MLS, it's like, well, I, we know we're playing all the other teams who are in the league. So it's just a question of what order, but yeah, I don't know. One, are, do you get excited ahead of the schedule release? Cause I guess that's just getting closer to the regular season, but two, is there a home game on the schedule that you've circled where you're like, that's the one I'm looking forward to? Um, you know, I, I don't think about the home games all that much because when traveling felt okay to do, it was all about planning your road trips, man. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, snap. I'm going to piggyback off of Columbus Day, Indigenous People's Day, whatever they're calling it. You know, and I'm going to use that weekend, take a trip to Minnesota or something. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Uh, Memorial Day, I think I was in LA. You know, yeah. it's just kind of cool to plan your vacations around it. This year's a little different, you know. So as far as home games go, I think Austin FC is that big one, mainly yeah. because those first four games are what we're only allowed to have tickets for right now. Um, you got Matt Beasler coming back, coming back home. Yeah. Um, and of course the LAFC one, like you hope maybe you don't get spanked by LAFC, you know, you hope maybe you can get it done. Yeah. So yeah, yeah those are the two that really stand out in my minds uh, aside from like Seattle and Portland for the obvious, you know, we like beating those Pacific Northwest teams. So yeah. Austin FC May 9th. That's going to be a big one, obviously. We get them twice at home. We do. May 9th and uh, July 17th. That's crazy. So, uh, but it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting emotional night on on May 9th. Uh, When, when Matt Wiesler comes back, I have to assume the club's going to do some sort of tribute video of of some sort. Um, I know he's an opposing player and he'll be focused on the game, but it's going to, I'm sure be emotional for him as well. And if I were the club, you know, he, they can't honor him as a sporting legend until he's retired. But if I were the club after the players came out on the field, I would have a tribute video ready to go for Matt Beasley that I could show and just ask the crowd to give him a round of applause or something. And I'm sure they will, but. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for that game. Like you said, LAFC, that's, that's going to be a good one. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to like Seattle at the end of September at home. That'll be a fun one. Cause that's always a, a good matchup. But then I'm also really excited that decision day, Sunday, November 7th, it's a home game for us. We got RSL at home, and that could be a big, big game for playoff seating. That could be a big one. Yeah, decision day is always one to keep an eye on. And, and you, you hope every year, 
you hope maybe we don't have to rely on decision day, but every year something <laughs> matters on decision day, whether it's like getting that number one seed or getting into the playoffs at all or getting yeah. a buy, you know, it's, it's crazy. I, I would like to, I would wish and hope that we don't have to stress this year. <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? Some of it yeah. depends on that depth, how those young guys do. So, yeah, I saw that uh, major league soccer.com was putting uh, they put, they kind of ranked every team about how good they think they're, they'll be. And we were in the category of uh, might be good. Have to wait and see. I think so, that's fair. That's a fair. Hey, I like that. I, yeah. I, my instinct was to get mad. I was gonna be like, you don't even know. You don't even, you don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but I took a breath and I get it. It, it, uh, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not playing a lot of Eastern conference uh, teams this year. We got, we got some, but you know, not, not a ton. It's, you know, Orlando is on there. Um, it's just, it's a lot of the, the West Western conference teams I'm scrolling through right now. I don't so far, Orlando, there's Orlando, we got Chicago. Um, damn, is that it? Is it really just two Eastern conference teams? Oh, yeah, New York dude. Red Bulls, obviously. We're not really touching the Eastern conference at all because of COVID scheduling. Three Eastern conference games. If I'm, if, unless I'm going crazy, we got the Red Bulls, yeah. we got Orlando and, and then we got Chicago. Back in the day, we would play every Eastern Conference team once, yeah, and every Western Conference team like twice, some some maybe three times. But now it's it's crazy, dude. Yeah, I mean, so we got no Atlanta, we got no Cincy, no Columbus, no DC, no Miami, no Montreal, no Nashville, no New England, no NYCFC, no Philly, no Toronto. Those are some good teams we're avoiding. Yeah. So that's 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 an interesting twist this year. Uh, it, it also sort of limits, assuming away travel. Let's say it's a possibility. It sort of limits your possible destinations. But I know well, you I and I about that. I, I don't know how safe it is to really, you know. I I, I think traveling or home teams don't want traveling fans. I mean, they don't they don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I haven't looked into that for any reason. I. I'm going to Colorado in May and I'm like, I'll, I'd like to try to see a Rockies game or something. I don't know how that works. You know, it's, it's tough when there's only limited tickets available. Cause like you said, I'm sure the home teams want to make sure that home fans have the first opportunity. Sure. But it's also the Rockies. I mean, they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was in, uh, I was in St. Louis, a, oh gosh, four years ago for a conference. And I ended up getting a tickets to a, a Cardinals game. Like, 45 minutes before first pitch for like six bucks yeah i was like yeah you know went on that like game time app got a six dollar ticket went there sat there for like five innings and i was like i'm good and i left yeah (laughs) it's all about just the smell you know just just be there yeah but if you so okay this is maybe a two-parter question but which team if you could take an away road trip or an away trip to to any team to see sporting kc play in the league What's the destination that you want to get to that you haven't been able to get to yet? Well, any team that we're scheduled to play well, now? So uh, first do anyone. first do any team any, any in the league. And then I guess if you were able to go to a, a road game this year, which would be the one you'd want to go to? Man, how are you going to do that right now? <laughs> uh, you know, I'd love to go see – I'm a sucker for new stadiums. So, like, Orlando had a good stadium. And a good mm-hmm. opening with everything. I'd really love to package an Orlando trip. Disney World. Disney and then an Orlando game. Like it'd be cool to tie that in. Maybe maybe see wrestling. NXT is filmed down there. I don't know. There you go. 
But uh, aside from that, you know, LAFC with the stadium um, expansion team, Nashville, would like mm-hmm. to get down there. I, I got married in Nashville, so that's a special place to me. So, yeah, I mean, those, those three are probably up there. Uh, I don't need to go help Houston or Dallas fill their stadiums. <laughs> you know, they don't, yeah. they don't need my help or, well, they need all the help they can get. Yeah. And it's hot as shit down there. Yeah. Well, Minnesota. I- Boom, Minnesota's new stadium. Minnesota would be great. When, when I'm looking at, at away trips, I'm looking at not only stadiums I want to see, but I'm like, where, where's a place I want to go? Yeah. Like just a city that I want to go that I wouldn't otherwise have, like, not that you need an excuse to travel anywhere, but I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go to an SKC road game anyway. So, like, where's a place that, like, I've wanted to go, I haven't been, so, like, here's, here's a good reason to go. And the place that is atop my list, and it's unfortunate because we don't play there at least away every year, is Toronto. I would love to go to Toronto someday and I've never been to Toronto. And if SKC played at Toronto, I feel like that'd be like, okay, this is my road trip this year. I'm going to hop yeah. on a flight, spend a weekend in Toronto. I got some friends in Toronto and just see the city because I'd, I'd love to see it. I'd love to hit up the Toronto film festival. Uh, some mm-hmm. people say it's also the, one of the vegan capitals of the world. Yeah. So I'd it, love to go hit up some uh, great restaurants up there. Seems like a great city. So, I mean, honestly, same thing with Montreal. I'd love to get to Montreal. My brother's been to Montreal. He loved it. Eat some poutine. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so good. And, but this year, obviously, we're not playing Toronto. We're not playing Montreal. Uh, I'm a sucker for the Pacific Northwest. I, I have family up there, but I've heard Vancouver's beautiful. I'm just in a Canada mode, apparently. I'd love yeah. to get to Vancouver. And that's in October. I don't know. Maybe by October, things are more normal and that's possible. But, well, I feel like you're just now we're opening a dialogue here, man. I mean, if the people need to let us know where they want to go slash where they're going this or year. Or where they've been. Where, where, where is your favorite mm-hmm. SKC away game that you've been to and why? Is it the stadium experience? Is it the city? Uh, Orlando's a great example of that's a gorgeous stadium I'd love to get to. You could package Orlando with Disney and Universal and have like just a, a vacation experience in Orlando that has some soccer. Talk so. to the lady. Let's double date that shit. <laughs> I think it's going to be a little bit before I'm, I'm ready to go to a theme park. Well, we uh, we do have an Orlando trip planned for November. so That seems possible. You think so? I think that's possible. All right. Jimmy said it's possible. We're going. Do you see Disneyland is planning a giant expansion? Yeah. In mm-hmm. LA? Uh, Universal Hollywood's opening back up. It's quite yeah. the quite the deal universal or excuse me universal hollywood they're planning on uh or they just started construction on super nintendo land which is going to be a mirror image of the one that opened in japan so that looks cool cool. so cool now i gotta get back out to california and my wife was like oh i hate universal i get sick i'm like i'll ride alone i'll do it by myself (laughs) yeah you don't need a you you can avoid the wizarding world we don't you know dan can just go down and and get his his magic wand and enjoy some butterbeer on his own she's popping dramamine like freaking skittles (laughs) (laughs) uh it's been man the last time i was at universal studios was probably eighth grade wow it's been so long you've probably missed a lot I haven't been there since the Wizarding World opened up. I haven't been there since they changed it from Jurassic Park to Jurassic World. Yeah, that's been recent, though. That was I, right after we went. I was like, damn it. Yeah. The only time I've even been near Universal is uh, when I was in college. 
a friend of mine was applying to a film school that was around there. And part of the, the perk of that film school was you could film on the universal backlot. So we went to look at the school and they drove us onto the backlot and gave us a little bit of like a, a pseudo backlot tour, but we were just in like a golf cart. We weren't in Whoa. like the actual universal backlot tour. Well, that's so. pretty crazy. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'd go universal, but yeah, no Disneyland y'all know we're, uh, we're some Disney people and they just announced that, I don't know if you, have you been to Disneyland in LA, Dan? Yeah, when we went there for the Galaxy game in 2018, right. maybe. So you, you know how there's like, there's Disneyland and there's California Adventure. And sorry, we won't be on this for a long time, but I'm excited. <laughs> there's Disneyland and there's California Adventure. And they have like the big like patio area kind of between the entrances, right? Yeah. And then there's what they call Downtown Disney, which is like mm -hmm. the shopping walkway. So from what I gather, their expansion plans are California Adventure and Disneyland would expand out and pretty much overtake Downtown Disney. And then they would, they own some property already, basically across the street that is a bunch of parking structures or zoned for parking structures right now. And they would turn that into a giant dining hotel retail complex that directly can access the park. So it would be like, they're kind of trying to almost expand like Disney World is. It's not as yeah, big to have as like Disney resorts World, and stuff. Yeah. But, but basically overtake that entire area to be like its own little city. Hmm. So kind of cool. Well, all right but anyway <laughs> back this, to sporting casey this is why you guys come here people did tell us they like our tangents yeah so. i don't care it's disney stuff man that is that'll make you feel like a kid again and if it doesn't and you have kids you'll love their happiness yeah <laughs> but just to round out this play uh not playoff the schedule stuff um seven of our games are on national tv so yeah that's pretty cool that's good especially for those of you who are like myself it's like 20 percent of our games dude that's pretty right. good and, and we don't have uh regular cable subscriptions or satellite subscriptions so you can't get valley sports kansas city um sporting kc will be playing a game on memorial day fourth of july labor day halloween uh, these are all you know what holiday a game on memorial day mm-hmm what we host houston on may 29th oh well, that's not memorial day. Oh, memorial day memorial... weekend okay i was like what i guess <laughs> but we play at la galaxy on the fourth of july oh man. Uh, we do a fourth of july game late we late, play late? LA, lafc the weekend of labor day yo you're gonna that, that's a 9 30 game on a sunday what are they doing <laughs> that's a school night and uh and then minnesota we play in minnesota on halloween night Right, back it up. The the Wednesday LAFC games also at nine thirty. What are we doing? Wait, what? what? Wednesday at nine thirty, August fourth. Oh, I'm talking about. Uh, well, okay, that one. I I'm was just talking seeing about the one late on games, Labor and Day. I'm like, I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> I was I'm talking such about a the, baby. There's a Friday, September third, which is Labor Day weekend. If you, you know, we're taking a long trip to LA later in the year, that's not a bad time to do it. So, and that'd be pretty cool. When's that Nintendo business up and running? <laughs> probably not for years. Yeah, probably. But, uh, and then the other thing that uh, Sporting KC highlighted is, you know, there's a from July 31st to September 3rd. That's that dreaded summer window. Sporting KC will play 10 consecutive opponents that reach the 2020 MLS Cup playoffs. Oh, wow. So yeah, you're right. That's... Uh, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Saturday, Friday. Wow. 
Well, hold on. Sporting KC did their math wrong here. From July 31st to September 3rd. Yeah, that is Sporting, eight games. Yeah, they lied to me. I was like, hold on a second. That seems like too many games for that window. Yeah. Either way, all those eight teams made the playoffs. This is a live breakdown. We both just got the <laughs> schedules open on our second screen. <laughs> uh, but they do have some theme nights. So, yeah. you know, soccer for all on May 16th. Retro coming. Sporting sustainability, May 29th. Sporting salutes, July 31st. Retro night, August 28th against Colorado. Kick childhood cancer, September 26th. And fan appreciation night, October 27th. So, retro night's always the most fun, right? It's the coolest, man. They do cool things with the, the video boards and, of course, the jersey. The jersey's always fire. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool, man. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking forward to most. So, we'll see. Uh, as we mentioned, um, you know, Sporting KC's new defender, uh, EC, will be available. So, hopefully, we'll be able to see him uh, in you action. see him pop his head out in that video? He's like, hi, guys. I did, yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> So I'm here. It's uh, it'll be interesting. We'll see. Um, oh man, Sean Goodwin asked him, uh, Goodwin, right? That's his last name. Yeah, Sean Goodwin. Okay, I freaked out for a minute. I was like, is that his name? Yeah, Sean Goodwin. He, uh, I think he asked him if his fitness had, uh, how was his fitness since being in quarantine and everything like that. I was just waiting for AC to be like, well, I feel very fat feel very trash right now. Easter's around the corner. So we all know it's jelly bean season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have my peeps. But of course he was like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll be all right. You know, need to get back to it, but come on. I wish he was a little more honest and was like, actually I'm feeling terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting because, uh, you know, he was asked how he spent his time in quarantine at the team's hotel. And yeah. you, you expect a lot of people to be like, man, I was playing some war zone. I was, Call some, of I, duty, yeah. I was, I was killing some fools, you know, maybe Watched a lot of ESPN, right. Played some Valheim on my computer or whatever. Like Skyped with the family. Yeah. No, he was like, I did a lot of core exercise exercises and cognitive tests. Yeah. I got a COVID test every day. I did some cycling in my room. I just see this fool on the ground counting out crunches, 607, <laughs> 608, 609, you know, and he's just holding plank for like nine minutes. Just <laughs> Yeah, not to lose his mind well and when he was like i did a lot of cognitive exercises i'm like is he sitting there like doing crunches while working on a sudoku like what is he doing <laughs> like he's just doing brain teasers you remember those those rectangular things that like they were on a they were on a hook and they came in a big box and they yeah. were they were brain teasers yeah he's, that's he's what he's got to stay sharp trying to stay sharp oh my goodness so he's like hey if there's a train that leaves san francisco at seven and another train <laughs> leaves la going the other way at 98 miles per hour. <laughs> yep. What time do they meet up? What time so. do they get to Boston? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's it's just interesting. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, when uh, when they asked him what can he bring to Kansas City, I thought his answer was kind of interesting. He was the question. Yeah. Like I, I almost I'm like this dude's like a philosopher. Because they were like, what, what can what, you do for me? What can you bring to Kansas City? And he goes, the question is more, what can Kansas City bring me? The challenge. Yeah. I like to challenge myself like, and everything. It's never too late to learn and upgrade. Like, he's like, I've brought myself. What are y'all giving me? Yeah. Kansas it's, City, step up. <laughs> I just Come through. his like JFK uh, voice. Ask <laughs> yeah. not what your country can do for you. What can Kansas City do for me? Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly how it is. Um, I don't know. It's... 
I'm excited to see him play, man. It's it's interesting. You know, he said his first impression of Kansas City was very good. He, he's got a good, confident feeling. He's quality. And, you know, what else did you say? But um, yeah, for sure. That thing really stuck with me, though. I'm glad you brought that up where he was just like, well, I think the question is, uh, what can Kansas City do for me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. You know, um, stupid, stupid question. Next. <laughs> So we'll, we'll get to our questions here in just a second. But the other big news is uh, they have officially announced the qualification for the two th- uh, 2021 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. And this is going right. to be weird. Let's get it. Because they are jumping right into the round of 16. And there will be eight U.S.-based MLS teams. Count. And then the other eight uh, uh, teams will be reserved for Division Two and lower squads uh so but basically Eight teams out of 24 mls teams is it 23 oh, no well oh gosh now you're don't just count them don't count them that's not necessary you're it. counting right now you're waiting for me to just vamp while you count how many freaking teams there are oh my god dude a quick google 24 us quick teams. google you just counted every emblem <laughs> you did. counted every emblem i did okay new one how many teams have red in their emblem go I'm kidding. Don't. <laughs> this is an this is adult enrichment, is what Nine, this is. I think. Yeah, well done. Well done. <laughs> Jokes um, on you. Atlanta is, what, is maroon. This is what EC did in his uh, in his hotel room. Someone would be this like, "This is cognitive shit." Jimmy will not have old timers <laughs> in the in the future. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but it's not what it's called. You call it old timers. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Yeah. Um, I saw it on Workaholics. <laughs> so the way teams are going to qualify is it's going to be based on points per game through the first three weeks of the season yeah dude this feels like a like a little pod of game or this feels like a a group stage essentially uh, and like a world cup it's going to be the u.s-based mls clubs with the highest number of points per game at the conclusion of the first three weeks of mls play will qualify and there's a whole bunch of tiebreakers because you know there's going to be a whole bunch of ties but what's so dumb is like some teams don't even play three games. RSL is going to have two games by the time this qualification is done. They're not going to count their first, like they're, they're not going to count their third game. It's through the first three weeks of MLS play, which is April 16th through May 3rd. And they don't have a game. And RSL only May? has two games in that time period. Well, then they have well, a first game on uh, April 24th, and then they have their second game on May 1st, and their next game is not till May 7th, and that's after the quali- qualification. So won't they be disqualified? Like they, they can't even qualify? It's, no, it's points per game. Oh my God. Yeah. This so. is dumb as hell. <laughs> so yeah. they could win one and tie one and then they, they have two points per game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Trash. This is trash. I hope we I hope we win all three, but guess what? Two of our three are on the road. Yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly fair. And then there's tiebreakers. Goal differential per match is the first tiebreaker. Goals four per match, second tiebreaker. Fewest disciplinary points per match, third tiebreaker. Like it gets crazy. But uh, how many players had yellow cleats? Tiebreaker. <laughs> away goal differential per away match, which is away goals four per away match minus away goals against per away match. Oh like they got. Then you just have a goalie fist fight. Yeah. All right, <laughs> just duke it out. Bet on Timelia. Never bet against Timelia. The man's got guns. And then it eventually gets to, okay, if you're still tied after all this, we're just going to flip a coin. So it's, you know, it's, Is that it's what ridiculous. It says? Yeah. Well, it isn't great 
but from a fan standpoint, we should at least be happy that it exists, that we'll at least get a U.S. Open Cup that is broadcast on ESPN+. Plus. It is. That's so true. I hope we're a part of it. I really do. I know a lot of people are like, no, too many competitions, injuries. And I'm like, I don't know. I think we'll be okay. We'll see. I think it's, what is it, May 16th, I want to say, is uh, is the first of the uh, U.S. Open Cup games this year, I want to say. I don't remember. So, May 16th is a Sunday, so it's like 15th, like the 19th or something. I don't, it might be. It's somewhere, it's like middle, mid to late May is I think mm-hmm. when they're starting up. Maybe it's May 13th. I don't know. That'd be a but. Thursday. Yeah. Then they'd have to shuffle some games around. Like if we're in it, you know, we play a midweek game that, that week. So it's like they'll have to move some shit around. I'm trying to find if I can figure out. I read this the other day, but it wasn't in the article. Oh, here it is, I think. Um, let's see here. Uh, May 18th and 19th, it says. Oh, well, there you so, go. So that would there be. There you go. And yeah. then the, the final would be on June 29th or 30th. Well, that's cool. So, like I said, I'm happy it exists, but uh, it's not ideal for everybody. Yeah, we already know who some of the lower division teams are. Uh, it's going to be the 2020 USL uh, Championship semifinal playoff team. So El Paso Locomotive, Louisville City, Phoenix Rising, and Tampa Bay Rowdies. Those get the four Division two slots. Um, and then uh, there's going to be uh, Division three slots. They're going to go to Detroit City FC and uh, Greenville Triumph SC. And then there's two more spots uh, that will go to uh, a random draw from Open Division, NPSL, and USL League Two and amateur teams. So it, it just really sucks, man. Like, especially for these lower division teams, this is like one of their biggest tournaments of the year. And now they just got to rely on a random draw to hopefully get selected. Yeah, it's kind of their only tournament all year, except for like the playoffs, you know? Right. You know, they don't have opportunity for Champions League or this League's Cup that we've been thrown in, so. Well, and usually, like, especially these, like, Amateur Cup champions or NPSL teams, like, they they play a few rounds, so they have an opportunity to, like, move on against more comparable competition. Yeah. Like, Newtown Pride FC, if they get selected and, what, their first game is supposed to be against LAFC, like, that's not fair. Yeah, I mean, remember, that sucks. Remember that one team at, uh, on the East Coast that was like, it was like a bar league team. Yeah. It was like, it was owned by a liquor store or something. Yeah. I forgot the name. I know exactly. It was like three, four years ago. And they I just kept remember. winning and make, making it farther. It wasn't, I want, why do I want to say Christos? I, that's not a thing. It was, I don't, I, I know what you're talking about. I can't yeah. remember the name and I don't remember. But it's teams like that. Like something, something special happened there. You know, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Uh, let's get to some questions here before we start winding down. I, I cool. like this one. I'm going to, I'm going to rely on you, Mr. TV moving guy. Yeah. Uh, if you guys were classic TV, if you guys were a classic TV cop buddy duo, which one are you? And he gave us some examples like Starsky and Hutch, uh, Crockett and Tubbs. I, I don't know who all these people are, but like, if we oh. were, a, if we were a buddy cop duo, do you, do you have an idea of who you think we might be or let's let's not uh, even say buddy cop necessarily if there's like a movie duo or a tv duo do you yeah. have anybody that reminds us i don't know what crockett and tubbs is is that that sounds old but I have uh no idea that's is that matlock i, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but i'll tell you this uh i think about that sometimes i'm like man we really are like good cop bad cop if we're interrogating mm-hmm. someone jimmy's definitely going to be that guy being like hey just tell us <laughs> tell us what you did 
and we'll go home. And I'm that guy who like throws hot coffee on my own face and is just a freaking, <laughs> you know, wild card. I'm like, fuck it, Dallas. Uh, yeah. But also we're like, we're in the car and, you know, I'm going to put on some tunes and you're going to be like, no music. We're, we're, <laughs> you know, we're working. We're on a job. And I'm like, fucking sourpuss. I, I don't, I don't know. I can't think of any uh, examples though. Yeah. Gosh, I do love a good, a good buddy cop movie. You know? I never be a, the first buddy cop movie that I thought of was freaking the, the, the remake of 21 Jump Street with Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Yeah. And I don't think that's because it reminds us of us, but that's like the only one that comes to my mind. And I don't know if well, wasn't you're, there you're probably Hart? Channing Tatum, I think, in that situation. Mate, well, yeah, I'm handsome, right? Well, isn't, <laughs> isn't there a, wasn't there an Ice Cube and Kevin Hart one uh, where they, they were the brothers-in-law? I think, yeah, I know that. And, yeah, uh, there's that. Um, yeah, I mean, you definitely be like the Ice Cube, like kind of straight, straight character, you know, saying fuck the police and stuff like that. <laughs> but I, I'm definitely, you know, Kevin Hart just being kind of a little, little Freddy cat all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's been a long, long time since I've seen, uh, I've seen anything. Like the only one, well, other one I can think of some is some examples. Blue, People, I don't know. Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence and Luke Wilson. <laughs> Oh, okay. Where Martin Lawrence, isn't he a criminal pretending to be a cop? He is a criminal. And gets, I just remember yeah. him. He's driving around the uh, the police car. He gets up on the, the like the loudspeaker. He's driving through the road. He's like, move your busted ass vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a classic movie, man. That's a good one. Uh, I think Dave Chappelle's in that one too. He is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. But I don't know. I don't know. who You tell us who you think we are as buddy cops. Because I don't watch enough buddy cop movies to be able to say. Yeah, I'm drawing a lot of blanks. I mean, Starsky and Hutch, they're both kind of, I never watched the old show, but I saw the movie, you know. Yeah. You know, do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Picard and Cola, do it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, from Daniel Gooden, who is your least favorite player or who do you think is the most frustrating player on the team if you had to pick one? So I don't want to say least favorite because I don't think there's anybody who I'm like, I don't like that guy. But who, Yeah, who are, you, are we trying to burn get? bridges and never have anyone on this podcast? <laughs> Is there a guy where you're just like, ah, I think we could get more out of him or he can just be kind of frustrating or, or, or what? And it doesn't have well, to be on the current team. It could be a, a past oh, really? player too. Like I, ever? I'm, I'm trying to give you an out. Oh, I don't want, I don't need an out. I mean, okay. I'll be, I'll be controversial. And I think <laughs> this person would also agree with me. Uh, the player I'm going to tell you, Daniel Shallowy, man. Like just that year, dude. I just keep going back to two years ago or whatever yeah. it was. And I just like, dude was on another level. And I think he'd be the first to come on here and be like, you're right. And I'm, I'm getting better every day. You know what I yeah. mean? Putting in consistent work, which, yeah. you know what? We got to have Daniel on here, man. He'd be fun. He just got a new dog. Maybe he could put his dog in the video. Yeah. Absolutely. There's probably some, some, uh, some good questions we could ask him about that bachelor experience that never got to happen. I had tickets for that, man. <laughs> that would have been crazy fun. Um, yeah, he. I mean, he's. It, that's definitely not like a least favorite player situation because I actually really definitely like not Daniel. least favorite. No, I love him. But if, no. if you want to say frustrating and wish you could get more out of him, then yeah, I mean that that's what you you wish you could have saw out of him. You know. Yeah, and I think it's frustrating in the sense of just like you said, you saw the potential that was there, and you still yeah. know the talents there. Sure. There's just something. I don't. He know didn't just wake up and be bad. Right. You know, he's not like I suck now. <laughs> It's just something with mechanics or confidence, or he got cursed with that no look goal where the soccer gods were like, Never again will you score. Never and, again uh, will you be a cocky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you just know that the potential's there because you've seen it. And it's just, can he find it again? And that's the frustrating part is you know he's good. 
just, just got to put it together this year, man. I got a feeling we got a full season coming at us. The form is going to be there. I'm feeling it. I hope so. I'd like to see it. Yeah. And then the other questions we got a couple of them, they, they were about Alan Polito and it's understandable because Alan Polito did not play for Mexico because he reportedly picked up a knock, but might uh, play today. Well, so supposedly is available? there were there were some conflicting reports. So here, here's here's what? the questions, and and we'll get to we'll get to talking about this. Justin Schaefer said, "Do we know any more about this Polito knock?" Uh, and and Connor Bateman said, "Polito missed slash will have missed a few weeks of preseason just to go on national team duty and not play at all and pick up a knock. Should we be frustrated by this, and should we be worried he's injury prone?" I heard uh, he's available for this game, this second game. Well, so here here's the thing. Yesterday. Well, no, not yesterday. On the 28th, uh, John Arnold, who's a, a freelance writer who covers soccer, he, he quote tweeted a report uh, that said Alan Pluto will train and should be available against Costa Rica. So yeah. that, that's positive. Uh, then yesterday, from when we're recording this, so Monday, there, there's a report that came out that said uh, Palito, Alan Pluto will not play against Costa Rica. What? I, it's not that. Okay. If that's true, how mad are we as a well, fan base? Yes, please take our guy, get him hurt, and then we don't even get to watch him on national television. So he, here's here's what I would say. And it's in as Mike Kuhn pointed out, you know, when Sporting Casey takes the field on April 17th, if Polito does play, he will have played one game, a preseason game, in just about six months. His last game was 10-28, October 28th against Cincinnati. So does he so, start April 17th? Here's, here's what I would say. Whether we should be mad or not, that's kind of like a hindsight 2020 situation because before we knew he got injured, we were on this podcast saying, this might actually be beneficial for Alan Polito. He's going to get to go out. I mean, he, he's, he's not going to build the chemistry with his teammates, but he's probably going to be playing against better competition than he would be playing in the MLS preseason. So he's going to get to go out there, spend some time with the national team, probably get some minutes and, and be playing against better competition. Now, of course, it doesn't appear that's the way it, it's going to work out. If he goes, got injured, even if it's a minor injury and doesn't play, that's less than ideal. But there's no guarantee that he wouldn't have necessarily been injured in the Sporting KC preseason either. So I think it's hard to really hold that against the Mexican national team. And my guess is, based off of the reports, the injury is not a terribly serious injury and that this is probably more precautionary than anything. I wouldn't be surprised if Peter Vermees called up Tata and was like, Hey, don't play him. It's a friendly. If he, if he got injured, let's not risk more serious injury. Just let him get back to Kansas city. We'll take a look at him. We'll rehab him. And we want him ready to go for April 17th. That makes more sense. Yeah. That's, that's my, I have no indication that that's actually what happened, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I feel the, you. The coaches are in contact with national teams. Sure. And Tata doesn't want to burn that bridge, especially if he thinks Polito might be, you know, a serious striker in the national team picture for Mexico going forward. He doesn't want to make Peter mad. Yeah. So that's, no, for sure. uh, my guess is it's more precautionary. Now, is Polito injury prone? That's what, what Connor asked. Well, I, I don't, I mean, would say so. This is, this is two injuries in a relatively short period of time. But it's hard to know. All, all we know, all we've seen is he picked up a quote knock and then didn't play. It's really hard to know 
what that, that means yeah if that qualifies as injury prone yeah give this... me a word was it a contusion <laughs> i'm just saying yeah we we don't even know where like was it on the same part of his body he injured previously is this something totally different did he just is that step just wrong it's too hard to say charlie horse i mean <laughs> could have been anything so so who who knows what this is so i don't know that i'm comfortable saying he's injury prone yet now if he comes back injures himself sometime this season and misses significant time or comes back and can't quite play for the first month because whatever this is that's when i'm going to be a little bit more frustrated it'll be interesting and uh, i guess maybe we will see more of wilson harris if that should happen so <laughs> um yeah i don't know we'll see we're gonna we're, it'll be interesting i mean maybe we see uh wilson harris or uh, Kyrie Shelton slide over into that striker spot. And then who's on that left wing? Is it Daniel? Is it Gianluca Buzio? Who knows? Yeah, for sure. Um, Andrew Wiebe put Gianluca Buzio as one of the 10 MLS players who, you know, basically this is like the biggest season for them of all the players in the league. Cause he's basically like 18 year old American wearing the number 10. Now this is his time to shine. So there we'll you see. go, man. Well, Wiebe knows what he's talking about. He, he lives in KC now. I wonder if we'll see Weeby at uh, SKC games in the press box now. You might. We'll yeah, see. man. Maybe we should get him back on here. Talk I'm a little sure. bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe he'll come down to the cauldron occasionally and, and see a game with all y'all. And rabble rouse with, with, the, with the hooligans. Right. That's right. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. But uh, that's about all the sporting KC news I got for, for, for right now. you have anything else you want to talk about regarding SKC? That's it, man. We've covered the the schedule drop. We, uh, just to recap, we've we've covered the uh, Olympic disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling feeling good about everything there, man. I'm excited, yeah. dude. Let us know if you're trying to go to an away games this year. I don't even think Sporting's advertising that they'll cover your tickets because that's like no. not a thing right yeah. now. Um, it could be difficult. Let us know what you're most excited for. Yeah. Yeah. Things are coming, man. I, you know, getting that four pack of tickets, I was like, this is happening. Yeah. I didn't go to a single game last year, but with vaccines, vaccines, vaccinations rolling mm-hmm. out, it just feels uh, more confident. And I hope everyone's getting it and keep being safe, man, at the, at the game. So feels possible potentially. So are you going to be going then you'll be at the press box and everything you haven't heard yet. I'd like even, to, they maybe we got them polled. Maybe they don't even have your credentials anymore. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I, I'd like to be there. Maybe uh, Johnny blacklisted us. Maybe maybe he didn't right. want to talk about uh, Outlander. And he was like, nah, fuck, fuck these spot. guys. Yeah, because <laughs> because his wife likes the main character so much that, you know. Yeah, why wouldn't she? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think now that I'm, I would be fully vaccinated and post two weeks after that, by that point, and hopefully they'll still have some protocols in place that I, I think it might be possible. Yeah. But I mean, like, Miami, they just canceled their three preseason games, citing health and safety concerns. I don't know if Holy you saw that. Shit. I didn't. So, no preseason for them, which friggin' Miami's like, you know, COVID breeding ground. All of Florida is really. Yeah, no one cares down there. Well, and then Franco protected Pan- sex and unprotected faces. <laughs> Franco uh, Panizo, who he writes um, for SBI, he's done some stuff for some other uh, soccer outlets. He said that a pair of sources have told him that inter miami is planning to have crowds close to full capacity for this year florida so, gonna florida man florida's gonna florida that's starting the fourth game of the year at the end of may but like man snooper's gonna snoop 
that's 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 an interesting strategy so yeah bold strategy see if it works out for him you we'll know see but uh well it's you know no different than roger goodale saying like yeah we'll probably have full stadiums uh for next season it's like why why do you why are you so certain with that he's just saying things i mean they they're they said last year that they didn't think that COVID would impact them because it's not till fall that our season starts and it's only march and you know that's right and our president said that the heat kills the virus right so they did just they did just vote to have a a 17th regular season game in the nfl starting this year so uh the chiefs don't like that chiefs get added another game and it's going to be the chiefs hosting the green bay packers oh you like that so if uh, if sports are a possibility, maybe I'll try to go see the Chiefs play the Packers. Maybe I'll go with you. Well, there you go. We'll It'll have to cool. look at tickets. So yeah, I'll be wearing my cheese head. Okay. Well, my dog's back inside. So <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that shit? I did yeah. Unbelievable. He hates your cheese head. No, he's a Packers fan. That was him saying, "Go pack, go." That makes sense. I have a cheese head around here somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where I got that at. It's probably at my dad's. <laughs> Well, anyway, folks, thank you so much for joining us for yet another week. We'll uh, we'll be back next week to talk about the first Sporting KC soccer that we'll have been able to watch live as it Woo! happened since the playoffs ended last year. So yes. uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod, or shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. And uh, check out HelloTushy.com slash NoOther. Get yourself 10% off a HelloTushy bidet. So... So it's a good time to do that. Uh, even though the what's it, the Ever Given has been unstuck from the Suez Canal, I read that it still might affect toilet paper for a while. Yeah, so. so you don't need toilet paper. You get a bidet. Get a bidet. But, Blast uh, that ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back with you next week. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Get those vaccinations, my babies. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.